Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Well, hello again and welcome back. This is Shafan Holiday. I am the host of the Help Me Holiday podcast. And today I am uh, going to finish up this podcast series on conditions involving the kidney, uh, the urinary system, uh, the genital urinary tract system, and uh, things that we see quite often in the hospital setting where conditions that we see where we have to um, address and um, intervene. So uh, on the last podcast, I talked about um, injuries to the kidney, whether it's acute, it's a sudden injury or chronic over time, a chronic condition. Um, but today I am going to talk about some, some things that we see uh, or patients presenting into the hospital with that's uh, concerning uh, and that's an indication that there's a problem with either the kidneys, kidneys or a problem with their urinary system. So one of the conditions that we, um, we won't see in the hospital, however, um, patients normally probably will be, uh, this will be seen in, a, uh, in their primary care clinics, uh, patients who have conditions called proteinuria. Patients typically don't go into the hospital with this. However, if they're in the hospital, we're doing lab tests and, and studies, and we just happen to see this uh, finding, we bring it to their attention and um, make sure that they follow up with a provider who can um, just investigate why is this happening. So I'm just going to talk about briefly about protein urea, which is protein in the urine uh, and uh, why it's happening, and what do we do about it, right? So, um, as I said before, the job of the kidneys is to remove waste and excess water and salt from the blood. Kidneys receive blood through renal arteries, and um, these arteries just make up a part of the whole system in the kidneys, uh, in the genital urinary system, to help remove and filter bad toxins out of your body, okay? So um, instead, instead of me going through the whole uh, pathology about what, uh, what those structures entail, I'll just, you know, we just try to keep things as basic as possible just to let you know all of these structures work together to make sure that we have balance. Um, removing these toxins out of our systems, okay? So that's basically what uh, our kidneys are built to do. So um, people who actually are spilling protein in the urine, they will not uh, have any signs or symptoms. Most likely they won't have any signs or symptoms. However, some people do have swelling in the face, legs, or abdomen if, they're, if they lose large amounts of protein in the urine. But that's, you know, not typically what happens. So it's, you, what happened, you go to a, a, a clinic visit, you follow up with some primary doctor or a, a provider, and your urine is tested and it's seen, your uh, protein in the urine. And as providers, we know there's never, there, it should be nothing in the urine 
at all. Nothing. The urine should just, we should not see um, any type of proteins or large substances within the urine. So when we do see this, we want to make sure uh, if this is something that may happen, happen just once. It's, if it's intermittent, we call it transient. If it's orthostatic, it's related to you standing or lying down, or, or if it's a persistent finding, something that's always present. So with transient intermittent protein urea, uh, it's most likely the most common form of protein urea, and it normally resolves without any treatment. But the things that can cause this to happen are, are stress. A lot of stressors like having a fever, heavy exercise, may cause you to spill protein in your urine. But it's not going to be a lot. It's going to be small amounts. And once again, we probably won't see it the next time you uh, have your urine checked or the next time you come in. Uh, even pregnancy can have women spilling protein, a little protein in their urine. Uh, with orthostatic protein urea, it occurs when one loses protein in the urine while in the upright position, but not lying down. It occurs in about 2 to 5% of adolescents, but is unusual in people over the age of 30. So the cause of it is not well known, it's not harmful, and it does not require treatment, and it dis dis typically disappears with age. So I'm not going to really go into that because it's not that free that's not that uh prevalent with persistent protein urea in contrast to transient and orthostatic persistent occurs in people with underlying kidney disease or other medical problems so kidney disease uh being caused from diabetes hypertension even um cysts on the kidneys those are examples of kidney diseases um also, um, people can have a, a, a type of condition that causes overproduction of protein, uh, causing that uh, protein to be spilled in the urine. So, once again, we detect it, we diagnose it by analyzing the urine with a urinalysis. Uh, often we use a, what's called a dipstick. We use this and we uh, place the uh, little stick inside the urine and we know precisely how much uh, protein is being spilled. It'll show us. Um, also, we can um, look at the urine under a microscope to see whether there are cells, crystals, bacteria, structures called casts. All of these uh, are elements in the urine and they show and they tell us specific types of kidney problems. For example, Diseases that injure the glomerular uh, portion of the kidney, we can find that out just from looking at those elements in the urine and seeing if they are, how high in number they are in the urine specimen. Um, if two or more urinalysis show protein in the urine, the next step for us is to do is um, to basically have you uh, seen by your provider or have a nephrologist come on board to uh, talk about how to um, work this up to find out what may be going on with, with your kidneys. Um, sometimes they may uh, have to do a biopsy to get a precise uh, uh, diagnosis of what could be causing uh, the, the, uh, the damage to the kidneys. Um, or they'll do a series of other tests. So what's the treatment? Once again, 
if it's transient, orthostatic, there's no treatment, they resolve in time. However, if this is something that's um, uh, persistent, then uh, it's not associated with decreased kidney function or systemic disease, typically there's no long-term complications, even if untreated. But many nephrologists, which are the specialists for the kidneys, they use antihypertensive drugs, such as the angiotensive converting enzyme inhibitors, the ACE inhibitors. We talked about that before, the lisinopril's, the minoxidil's, uh, to reduce or eliminate the protein urea. However, patients with low-grade protein urea should have it evaluated yearly to make sure it's not getting worse and the, ki and the kidney function is stable. And patients with persistent high-grade protein urea who have decreased kidney function, the underlying condition is usually treated. Um, so they're not taking a uh, medication route. They're trying to find out what's actually causing this proteins to happen, which, what is behind this kidney disease. So um, in a nutshell, um, that's uh, normally, like I told you, we should not find any protein in the urine. A person who has protein in the urine is said to have protein urea, and we have to work it up to see uh, if this is problematic or not. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms, or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.